and hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. I just want to say that Alex and I are very happy to be able to review Birdies. This is a movie that was sent in to me by the producer of Birdies, and I hope that we do the review justice. I hope that you guys enjoy it. Uh, meanwhile, going ahead and also to rate us on Good Pods and also to Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. That just helps the audience to be able to find us even more. But, but further ado, we're going to get on with our review for Birdies. All right, and we're back. <laughs> so... Here's the thing. This movie is called Birdies. This is an indie film that came out in 2022 this year. And it's about a Twin Pines, about this golf uh, organization uh, out in called Twin, Twin Pines, a feeling country club where maintaining a buzz is par for the course. And they hire a new golf pro to help them get back on track before their rivals at this smoothie Magnolia Pone puts them out of business for good. This movie has like a very 90s kind of vibe to it, kind of like an Adam Sandler kind of vibe from Happy Gilmore. This also has moments of where I feel like the pers- the main character from the villain side has like a Shooter McGavin kind of feel to him. And also, too, a little bit of Will Ferrell. I can definitely see a little bit of Will Ferrell in that, too. Oh, for sure. But what do you think? Oh, yeah, right, right away. I was just like, yeah, this feels like my childhood of watching movies I'm not supposed to be watching, you know, <laughs> uh, but it was cool. Like what, what immediately caught my attention when the movie started is, is, is it's uh, panning over the golf course. I was like, this looks really good. Like, like <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it was an indie film. Like this looks like a movie that I would see in the theaters, like how it's filmed and edited. It's, it's nice looking. I was like, okay, good start. I have to say the same thing, to be honest with you. It has a very good, fresh fresh start with it. The, the country club actually looks like a country club. Mm-hmm. Normally, when you see small indie projects, you, you can say, yeah, okay, you know, maybe one or two scenes feels like a country club. But this legitimately feels like a country club. You're actually within this world of this country club that's struggling to stay off the ground. And then, of course, we're also introduced to this other guy who winds up supposed to be like the savior of saving them, which is Jake Baxter who winds up being a pest control person uh, who comes out there to exterminate the premises and only to find out that he's also used to be a pro golfer back in the college days. And of course we're partying and everything else that went along. It also strained his relationship with his girlfriend, Brandy. And ironically, my fiance's name is Brandy, but <laughs> anyways, but um, any negative I- thing we say about Brandy, we're talking about movie Brandy, not, not real yeah. life. Brandy. Real life. Brandy is awesome. <laughs> Exactly. But I like how, you know, the father's like, oh, you're nothing but a schmuck. You're, you're just a mess up anyways and things like that. And then basically this is like a zero going into a hero kind of situation mm-hmm. where now he's being looked upon through this country club to save the day. I like the opening, though, too, about how the country club was actually discovered by the father and son. And then the f- father tells the son, Okay, now nail it. Nail all your diaper strength into it to the nail. And then he winds up saying, Now don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that 
caught me that caught me off guard he just kind of he like kind of said it under his breath just don't fuck up and i'm like wait what <laughs> i was like all right cool this is going to be this kind of movie i'm excited right uh, just the introduction pretty much sets the tone mhm i and i i loved meeting the whole cast in that beginning they like everyone was hilarious uh especially nick who's played by what uh, What's what Nate, Nate Canning Penn. is? Yeah, yeah, he was my favorite by far. He he was hilarious, and I loved. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I keep throwing away the castle as uh, Ryan O'Flanagan as yeah. as Jake. I loved how his his he kind of had like a a dry sarcastic humor to him, but he was more serious. Where everyone else is like next level crazy, and I thought that works. I always love that kind of comedy. Where just one person's more realistic, but everyone else is a cartoon character. And so it's right. just him reacting to whatever craziness is going on. Like, that was the best part of this movie for me. Same here. Especially the looks that he gives Brandy and also the guys, too. Like, they're out of their freaking minds. You know what I mean? And then also, too, he's like, wait, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. You guys are drinking? Really? Yeah, this is what we do. Don't we, aren't we supposed to do something with the country club? Nah, it fixes itself. And it that's when <laughs> we've been out here since seven, actually. So it's fine. Right. And that's what Nate winds up telling him. That's what uh, Nick winds up telling him. He goes, it fixes itself. It's all good. Come on, have yourself a cold one on, uh, on us. And of course they can't, they don't even have enough money to even fix the country club to begin with. So of course, when they hire this renter, uh, this pest control person, which is, you know, he comes over there. And then of course he's introduced by Nick and Nick winds up saying, Hey, look, so how about that discount? Uh, there isn't a discount. Well, I really like the discount. And so Nick is basically trying to hustle him into giving them a uh, clubhouse discount. So Nick decides, hey, you know what? You know, you're. I think that you're pretty good with the golf club. So I'll just go on ahead and give you some golf balls to uh, to knock around a little bit. How about that? He goes, well, I guess the driver. Right. Just get that drive going. And so that's when, of course, we wind up seeing Rick. He winds up accepting the offer. And then, of course, that's when he winds up giving them discount to exterminate the premises. But uh, even the guy who is also, I just want to mention this, though, too, the main character of this, which is Conroy. And Conroy is actually the, the little boy that was at the very beginning of the thing. And he's also dealing, he's dealing with alcoholism. And he's also dealing Everyone. with... Everyone's, Everyone's dealing with alcoholism. Dealing alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's an alcoholic in this world. Pretty much. But it has a very Caddyshack kind of feel to it. Though, yeah. Too. That's something else that I like. It has an 80s and 90s kind of feel. That's mm-hmm. another thing I want to mention. But another thing, too, that I really have to say that I thought was funny was I like how Conroy's over there on the dating app and everything. It's, oh, so another loose end on the dating app, uh, dating world, huh? He goes, no, this time it's a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, getting in a relationship is the should be the least of your priorities mm-hmm. right now. You got exactly. to run. Your dad already told you not to fuck it up, and here you are <laughs> fucking it up. <laughs> and I want you know what? There was a deeper part of me that was thinking, okay, was just the expectations of the father was the reason why he was going through all this stuff. And mm-hmm. basically knowing that he can't exceed that expectation, therefore that's why he's going through this. I know it's a comedy, but I kind of went on a deeper route. 
too. Yeah, I, I was I was just watching it. I was like, oh, what what happened? So I wonder what happened. Like something along the, between the transition of ownership from father to son. Like something must have went down for the place to have like just fallen apart. Like, is he upset about like his dad dying? Did or did just was the alcohol alcoholism like actually a really big factor in it? Like they didn't really explore that. And I would have liked to have seen a little bit of backstory on that. Just so I'm like, okay, but why is everything so shitty? Right. Instead of him making it look like he just doesn't give a crap because we understand he doesn't care up until the point where his uh, whole entire pro center has to go ahead and go up against the protein guys. So that's the only time that we actually see him caring a little bit, you know? Yeah. This is, like I like I wanted to like him more, but it's just like, all right, I need more motivation because like you're you're all of a sudden you're like all about saving the golf course, but yet you don't care about it. So like I need I just needed something more from that, and then I would have Conroy would have been my fave. I, I agree. Then you know Rick is also dealing with, of course, his girlfriend Brandy. He she doesn't like the fact that he even deals with the fact that he's going into golfing again because the last time it. He went into some bad stuff, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I liked how he comes home and goes, hey, baby, what's going on? Just, oh, I made da-da-da-da for you. Oh, okay. Just, how was work? Well, um, I got a new job. No, you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to be a new pro player. And she goes, no, you didn't just land that job. You were fired, and that's what you took. <laughs> but... She still doesn't like the idea of him playing golf. And matter of fact, she winds up taking pl- taking some joys and pleasuring herself, and also teasing him at the same time. Which I'm like, when she pulled out the giant dildo, she's like, <laughs> "I have a new friend." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" She just starts hitting him with it. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that looks like it hurts." It sounded like it was thick. It was very it thick. thick, but it sounded thick too. It was just <laughs> like, "Oh my god." I- you better not use that without me. <laughs> Can I get my keys at least? <laughs> and she just had it sitting there, just everywhere in the house. It was just sitting there and just flopping, flopping just around. Just a reminder, like, don't go to golf. Don't do golf. <laughs> but what else did you like about, about this, though? Oh, well, especially the comedy, like back on that dildo. Again, if if I can talk about the dildo just a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> that scene cool. where they're in the bed. <laughs> And she starts using the dildo on herself. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to. And he starts masturbating. He's like, oh. And they just have a moan off competition. He's like, oh, this feels better. <laughs> right? Because it's like, as guys, though, when girls do that to us and everything, we think that we can actually get back with them, get even with them by doing something like that. It doesn't do anything to them at all. They, they have like. I have to say they have major balls when it comes down to to that. You know, it's like I don't care. I'm getting myself off. I don't know what you're gonna do, but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was just in like disbelief watching that scene. I'm like, am I really just watching these two people masturbate like out of anger? It's just oh, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this movie is wild for that. <laughs> it definitely is. And you know, 
another thing too is when Nick comes around and everything and the golf course and everything too, it's always the quiet moments that he comes around and just comes out of nowhere and just randomly says something or he's loud mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, okay, that moment is now gone. Whatever moment that you might have is actually gone. So I like Nick, how spontaneous he is, especially when we wind up seeing uh, Conroy coming out of, out of the hospital from having a heart attack. And then he's like, surprise. He's- <laughs> he keeps scaring him. <laughs> we did it guys. They sucked at surprises. We finally got it. Take a shot. No, I just had a heart attack. He'll be all right. Right. I thought oh, the movie yeah. did comedy really well, especially like just in the subtle, the subtle comedy of it was really good. Like when they were drive, all about to drive home and Nick just gets in his truck and drives a few feet <laughs> to his trailer. Yeah, my favorite, this is my favorite thing that Rick says to me. He goes, be careful driving. Okay, man. I will. Next no. thing you know, <laughs> he was like, you, "Are you good to drive home?" Yeah, I got my license. <laughs> when everybody like, said that, I'm like, you. "What the hell does that have to do with anything, dude?" You're gonna get into a car accident. Next thing you know, you don't even realize that he lives right on the golf course. You did, did you just drive from there to there? Yeah, I was over there, yeah. and I drove here. <laughs> and I'm like, Nick is my spirit animal. I really like him. Then, of course, you also get introduced to the other guys, though. You also have Emily. You also have... What's the other girl that was actually dating Nick? Bread. Yeah, Bread. Which I thought the chemistry between them both worked out, to be honest. I thought that, that they bounced off each other great. Yeah. I actually didn't know they were in a relationship until the scene where they just kissed each other. And I was like... Right. Where did that come from? I didn't know they were together. Right. That came out of the left field, but just them joking and going back and forth between each other and everything worked for me. But the relationship thing was a total surprise. I'm like, okay, when did you guys become in a relationship all of a sudden? You know? I, I thought they were just like bickering friends, you know, type of friends that always argue with each other. And then when they started kissing, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. And then there's also the other thing, too, though. I mean, the thing that I can say is it's not a cliche thing where basically we know that Brandy doesn't like um, Rick doing golfing or anything like that. But the total cliche thing is. huh? You mean Jake? Oh, Brandy. Yeah, Brandy and Jake. Jake. Yeah. I was like, Rick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, with Brandy and um, with Brandy and him, I felt like this. I'm glad it wasn't a cliche thing where Basically, okay, they break up. Now she's going to go after the girl, Emily, who winds up having the same interest that he has. It was primarily, yeah, that's something that I really like because we see that all the time. I I thought it was going to go that direction. I was like, okay, girlfriend's very upset and mean. Then you have this one girl, Emily, that they introduced just a little bit. And I'm like, oh, she's really into golf. Like, oh, those two are going to get together. But they didn't do that. So I was like, okay. Avoid the cliche. Good. Right. That's what I liked about it, though. I, it, it primarily focuses just on the golf tournament itself, and mm-hmm. that's all he focuses on. Yeah. It's, just the, it's just that. And that's his center because that's his comeback. This is an underdog coming back from people downing him all the time and things like that. Then also, too, you have this snobby, rich people that have this big, huge golf course and everything, too. 
and they are ridiculous as they come. I didn't know. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was hard to gauge them. It was like, are they too over the top where it's not funny? But then they would do something that's that was just so hilarious, and I would love them. Like anytime uh, they would just talk mess to Thomas, and I'm like, poor Thomas, he's the punching bag of the group. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> I find me. <laughs> I'm like, no, poor Thomas. <laughs> I feel bad for him. <laughs> I thought that was better than you. <laughs> then also, dude, is it just me or does the other get the frat guy, the one that who always gives, you know, Jake a hard time with who happens to be the uh, the brother-in-law? Yeah. Is it uh, just me or does he look like something off of an anime cartoon? Just the way he has his hair dyed. His hair is super blonde. I was just like, I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's it's just perfect. So blonde, it was it was damn near white, like a Malfoy from Harry Potter, right? And then he even and even Jake says it. Did you dye your hair more blonde? Because I don't know what you're talking about. This is natural. Natural. He, you know, what he reminded me of. Uh, he reminded me of uh, Ben Stiller from Dodgeball. I got, I got, mm. I got that vibe from him. Just, just, just kind of how over the top he was, and it worked. It worked for this type of movie. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see a little bit of that in them too, but also some Will Will Ferrell though too. Mm-hmm. Some of the Will Ferrellisms in it though too, at least to me, mixed with some uh, Shooter McGavin from uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. If but, I can be honest, if I can be honest about something, don't no one start a riot over this. I haven't seen Happy Gilmore. I know it's a golf movie. (laughs) I know Adam Sandler is an angry golfer. (laughs) And that's all you know. And that's as far as I got. (laughs) You need to uh, check that movie out, though. I mean, it's it's great. It's great comedy. Uh, And you know what, though? You're not going to get crucified for not seeing that movie or anything like that. But I do want you to, whenever you do check it out, let me know what you think of it. Seriously, it's a great comedy. I'm not going to hold that against you, bro. Nah. Suddenly, Uh, I just get a bunch of comments like, Fuck Alex, he hasn't seen Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That movie's been over, out for 30 years. What are you talking about? I just, but, just missed it. It's, it's fine. But um, back over to Birdies. <laughs> but, <laughs> Birdies. Um, but still, the thing that I, ha- I have to say, though, too, that I really enjoyed about this was now we have Conroy, after he gets out of the hospital and everything, he's realizing, look, I made a bet with the other guy now, but now I have to go on ahead. We have to fully focus in on this. And I like how all of them are watching all the golfers and of course they're doing the tryouts and stuff. And then Emily looks, looks at uh, Jake. She goes, I don't know what the hell these guys been doing, but I've been golfing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's in. She's yep. definitely in the team. I, but, uh, I, I, I loved those two guys. We're, oh, I forgot their names. It was the 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 gay the gay guy and oh, what are their names? They're, they were I loved them. They were funny. <laughs> it's just uh, Sansky or yes, Sansky. Yes, Sansky. Yeah, Sansky and there was one more dog dog leg. I think dog leg. Yeah, I think I think. Yep, yep. That was it. Yeah, 
they were hilarious. And I was like, I hope they're really good. At, I hope they're just for no reason good at golf because I want to see more of them. But they, <laughs> but they weren't. No. <laughs> oh. And when he gets bit on the butt by the snake, he's like, you got to suck out the poison. <laughs> and they're just. Oh, and while that's going on, you have Jake who's getting high on LSD from yeah. Nick. He goes, you got to clear your mind. You have to be one. And then there's uh, there's actually Anjo uh, that's there with him. And he goes, yes, just be one. This is going to open your mind. And so next thing you know, you wind up seeing uh, Jake naked and <laughs> In a uh, in a blanket, walking as he's suck as the two gay guys are actually sucking the poison out of the guy's sucking the poison out of the guy's butt. Oh, I was just like this movie goes too far out of the blue, and it, oh, that was so crazy that you had the uh, like the pro- protein team hey, driving a tour, <laughs> and they just look it's just. Uh. Oh, driving up on that. That was, oh, God. That was. I like how they're going through the golf course, though, too. Like, they're making fun of the golf course because of how bad it is. They're just roasting it the whole time. Like, these dudes are such jerks, and I love it so much. I do, too. And then, of course, then when we see them, oh, uh, see the two gay guys and everything, too, they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> they have the same looks that we had. Like, what the hell is going I on? Oh, my God. God, this is crazy. Then, of course, we wind up seeing the uh, frat guy that's actually married, uh, that's actually the brother-in-law to Jake. And he goes, I'm going to be telling Brandy about this. Just wait. Don't tell Brandy. Don't tell Brandy. And then, of course, this is when he comes home and he goes, and I like how they do the outline of the purple. Yeah. To make him look like he's wigged out of his mind. (laughs) Still high. He's still high. Probably shouldn't have this conversation. And then he goes, baby, it was me. It was all me. I messed up. I was the one who cheated. I was the one who did the drugs. And I loved how he opened up to the guys on the golf course about this, about all the drugs he did. It was a single night. Oh. <laughs> it sounds I like a like great calculating week. calculating that on my hand. I'm like, could you survive doing all that? A hundred and some hundred something beers cocaine lsd like uh, they got a certain point your body just dies well there was also one drug he did that i would know for a fact that will knock you the hell out and you wouldn't be doing any of that stuff <laughs> because you actually have to literally t- have you would actually have to have a shot and be stabbed and you know what i'm saying you would actually have to inject it into your body oh man and then pass out. So <laughs> he got tore up. He he got something. Mm-hmm. Uh, any anything that involves me injecting something inside me? Mm-mm. No, no. Most drugs, no. <laughs> Just drugs. Only prescript. Only the drugs my doctors give me. Same here. For my mind. That's all I do. But I did like that part where he opened up to him, uh, to Brandy and also to the guys, though, too. And then he acknowledged the fact that he was the one who screwed up. It wasn't her. Yeah. I 
my issue with his relationship with Brandy though is because they they say at some point that it was like seven years ago when he he did all that messed up stuff and that's why she's mad at him and I'm like I, I understand why she's mad at him like cheated on done a bunch of drugs kind of ruined his life cheated on her <laughs> that that actually that actually was funny when he was like yeah I cheat I knew she she found out when I invited her to join us <laughs> to join me in the hookers. And at that that at that point, she knew I was cheating on him. Like, duh, <laughs> duh, she knew. Like, like I understand her being upset, but that was like seven years ago. So I was just like, oh, you guys haven't in those seven years, you're still upset about it. Like, you think you you either yeah. broken up by now or you've moved on past it. Like, like if it was just like a year ago, I'm like, okay, that's believable. That. Something like that takes a while to heal, but seven years? I was like, he's uh, not letting it go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, at th- at this point, it's like, okay, it's kind of on her now. Exactly, uh, Derby. I want to say this though, out of respect to the producers and everything too, I wouldn't say that it's a wannabe trying to be Caddyshack. To be honest with you, I want to say that it's inspired. I think Caddyshack probably inspired them to do something like this or Happy Gilmore inspired them to do this or any kind of sports or golf movie probably inspired them to make this film. So I wouldn't put it on the category of a wannabe kind of film because each director, producer, whatever, finds inspiration somewhere to come up with something. And, you know, sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on how it's received and how certain people might pick it up or whatever. But I wouldn't call this a wannabe. This is actually just an original uh, artistic. I not artistic. What's the word I'm thinking of? Artistic. Yeah, artistic. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I would like like to say not the other one. Yeah, it's definitely authentic. That's what I'm thinking of. Authentic. (laughs) And (laughs) the other, the other a word. Right. I would have to say it's very authentic. And it has a clever way of actually giving you the full shot of where the ball is actually landing. Because in some movies, they don't show you exactly where the ball lands sometimes or anything like that either. Mm-hmm. They just go on ahead, they they go to the next shot, and that's it. This one, they actually focus in on the ball and they show you where the ball actually lands. I do appreciate no. something like that. But I wish I, know I, that, wish I was more into golf because like during the tournament scene, I know we'll talk more about it in a bit. During the tournament scene, I was just like, I think they're doing good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like, everyone's hitting the balls pretty well. I don't know who's winning. <laughs> you see, I know a lot about the rules of golf, but I don't watch golf because I find golf as kind of a snoozer for me. But mm. I'm not anybody that's like, here's the thing. I I'm not against anyone who loves golf, but it's just not my sport. It's not my cup of right. tea, but I do understand it. But you know, we can talk about the golf tournament though too. I mean, because I thought the commentators on the golf thing made me laugh the whole entire <laughs> time. Because and not only that, but you're not even allowed to swear as a commentator on golf. You're not allowed to even do any of the stuff that they were doing flipping each other off. And otherwise, they get flagged by their sponsorships, and then therefore they're actually kicked off the whole entire tournament for doing something like that. I would watch golf more if people, if golfers were allowed to flip each other. Like, eh. <laughs> Me <laughs> too. I'd be like, "Ooh, this is getting spicy." I'll watch some golf. <laughs> 
But yeah, most definitely. I'd be watching golf like that all the time. People were just angry at each other, flipping each other off and everything. It's everything that I would want golf to be, like a hockey game out on the golf course. That's yeah. how I would like it. <laughs> most definitely, Brandy. Most definitely, babe. <laughs> Probably a good Brandy. This is the real Brandy. It's the, it's the right. best Brandy. <laughs> Not the character Brandy off of the movie Brandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, tell me more what you, uh, some of the some of the other stuff that you liked about it, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I just really liked the, the bonding between all the the coworkers. I I, I thought they, I thought these were uh, most of the relationships were genuine, romantic relationships, not as much. Those those felt just kind of out of the blue, especially you know with Nick and Fred. That, that that just shocked me. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about that. Um, and then Con Conroy and uh, the one woman he starts going out with towards the end. She, I felt like she just kind of showed up out of the blue too. I'm like, oh, I, I could have done without that. But you know, the relationships between Conroy and Nick and and Jake, like that stuff, that stuff was really nice to watch. Like, like they're all goofballs, but they all genuinely cared about each other, and that that was real sweet to watch. I was like, these these guys are the homies. I would like to work at this place. I wouldn't be drinking all the time. Because I'll be running my golf cart into everybody. But you know what, though? I do appreciate them being brothers like that and being friends like that and have that respect for each other and have each other's backs like that. Yeah. And also, too, even the black dude that got denied at the very beginning of the film was even came on their side. And that's what helped them out with their game as well. But I like how well respected they are, especially with Conroy. And after everything was been said and done, whenever uh, you have Jake who winds up in that hole in one at well towards the uh in the movie but you know i liked how conroy gives him the respect that he deserves but also too i thought that when brandy shows up at the golf course i would love to actually see that relationship get repaired before the tournament and not just all of a sudden she showed up that's like yeah. the little small nitpicky thing that i had yeah she she yeah, i was just like oh i you just kicked you just kicked him out of the house but you're fine with it all of a sudden that was something that i just didn't get it's like i I would like to see a little bit more of self-repair or show her going through the emotions of the fact maybe i am being too hard on on him maybe i need to go on ahead and show his passion support his passions yeah regardless of the seven years right (laughs) he's been clean since then you know he's working on that one mishap at work that one Minus the LSD drink or whatever he was get whatever Nick gave him. Oh, uh, I I also would have liked to have seen more like scenes of the team bonding, like or practicing mm. working together, like Emily and what was the fourth member they added? What's his, what was his name? He, he oh, got, the new the, right, the guy that got denied. The, yeah. Uh, to be his, honest, because he he also just showed up like he was in that one scene where he was getting rejected by the uh, the the rival country club and then he was suddenly there i was like yeah i'll join your team and i'm like cool i'm i'm for it but like i wanted i don't know him i wanted to know more about him i wanted to see what kind of rapport he would have with the rest of the team i because like i thought emily they 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 did a few couple things with emily but she also wasn't that fleshed out, and I would have, I would have liked to see more character growth for for those two. 
same here. I think those are the biggest things to me that needed more growth. I liked seeing the guy, dude. I, I really did, but I wanted to see more of him maybe going through other uh, places before he he got to them, other mm-hmm. country clubs. I'm like, well, this one doesn't work for me. I'm going to go with another country club and just him looking for a country club and then him going into this country club and like, okay, these guys are okay. These are the guys that I want to actually be around and then have that relationship a little bit tightened with them. And then also too yeah. with Emily, I wanted a little bit more, maybe a small little part of the backstory with her, yeah. to be honest with you, of what got her into golf, what made her decide to be with uh, with Conroy after all these years, especially seeing him struggle. Right. Yeah, it seemed like the Fred got most of the spotlight in terms of the, the female cast members, and Fred wasn't even part of the. I thought Fred was going to be on the team. Me too. Like, she... She was such an influence on so like, oh, Fred, but then it was Emily. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, are we going to learn about Emily? And it's like, not really. <laughs> no, but I think with Fred, though, uh, she's actually just the tough, badass bartender that serves people that doesn't take no crap from anybody. And I think that's the character that she was supposed to play, you know, and also support her boyfriend, that, her boyfriend all of a sudden. But, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> But still, I thought that her character was actually placed very well, though. Oh, uh, yeah. She, she was great. Very like fitting for her character. The voice of reason. I, I thought, I was like, yes, Fred, give the give us your wisdom, please. And I oh, love yeah. that her name was Fred. That was cool. Me too. I was yeah, like, it was, I'm down. Is it short for anything? Fred. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. for it. Great Me name. Too. Great name, Fred. Great but also, too, I like how the uh, two gay guys were like, you know, one of them goes, you know what, I'm pansexual. And he goes, does that mean you like to screw pans? What does that mean? <laughs> their their whole sex capades in the movie, what's that one old woman, Gladys? Gladys. He was like, threesome? And they're like, yeah. It was just like, oh, no. No. Oh. <laughs> the movies... It, the, I can't I can't praise the comedy in this enough because it just that's the that's the type of humor that makes me laugh where they just sneak up on you and they just it catches me off guard. I was not expecting something like that. Me either. Like everything about this movie just catches you off guard to the point where I would have to say maybe the frat guys are kind of like us in a way where we're kind of making fun of them and goofing off. But then there's like the slightest little things that they do that just throws us off guard. <laughs> To where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Wait a minute. Something's not right. <laughs> but let, what did you think about the commentary? The two people that were talking during the sports announcements and stuff like that. I thought they were hilarious. Why, well, once again, they, they, they catch me off guard. It's like, oh, you know, just stick to the script. Well, this douchebag is up. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest douchebag is about. To... I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, I don't even know who the hell this guy is. Just stick to the script. And I felt like that was like the director just saying, you know what? It doesn't even matter who they are. Read just your lines. read the script. Just read the lines. <laughs> and because this douchebag is up, and I love that. I love the commentary. The commentary was my favorite part of the movie because most commentators on on games are actually kind of boring. Yeah. With them, they actually made it a lot more exciting and everything. And you're wondering what the next punchline is going to be. So that way you, you can actually laugh. I was like, can we focus more on them a little bit? I, I would like to just see stuff on the commentators a little bit more. 
Oh yeah, I feel like in a in a sports comedy, it's like vital for commentators to be also crazy. I I I would have I would have liked for them to push it a bit more with the Me commentators. Too. Like like just just go all out, make them just say the most outlandish stuff. Because like on dodgeball, where he goes, yeah, yeah he really couldn't. I was getting a see- dodgeball vibe right. once again. Dodgeball, <laughs> dodgeball. We need vibe. To review that. <laughs> Next up. Next up on a review, dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I love the comedy in it. It kisses you off guard. It's original. It's authentic. It's something that's totally different than what I was expecting. Also, too, the I, I like the country club. I like how uh, the angles of the camera of showing us how big this country club actually is instead of mm-hmm. it making it look like it's one-dimensional, very small. And what? I like that the even at the very end, though, man, like when – when we wind up seeing that final shot that Jake takes and he has to get this thing over the pond and into the hole. I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Some really beautiful shots in this movie. Um, I feel like there was a lot of dr- a drone footage, which I thought was well done. Like, yeah, I was like, I, I want to go golfing now. That looks like a beautiful, like the, the scene where the bad guys are just roasting the golf course. I was just like that. I'm like, I'm not a golf expert, but that looks pretty beautiful to me. Right. <laughs> Even though it does have like, do not cross signs on what in the woods. Yeah. Like even though it's supposed to look raggedy, I was like, it's it, like, like, I'm, it still looks good. Like, for right. Me, I, I'm right. I was like, you know what? I don't need to mess with that side or anything like that. I'll just go to the eighth hole after uh, I don't even yeah. need to go to the seventh hole. I'll just skip that one and go to the eighth one. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah this movie was a good time. I wasn't, you know, I was kind of apprehensive at first. I was like, you know, comedies they can be hit or miss, but you know, sitting down and watching it, I was like, this is a lot of fun. I could, you know, I could see myself like having a drink and watching this movie again sometime. Honestly, it does definitely does have like a cheerful, cheerful aspect to the film, and also has like a very good family kind of not family vibe, but. You know, no, not, you know, not family, not for no, families. No. <laughs> but you know, it, just to enjoy with your friends and just to ha- ha- sit down and goof off with the guys. That's what I got from it. Yeah, you know? I'll definitely. I would definitely add this to my golf movie marathon, which I, I have. I have plenty of golf movies I need to catch up on, like Caddyshack, Happy Caddy, Gilmore, Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore. Um, what's another one? The greatest game ever played, I think. That was a good one, too. Yeah. I, I, What's I, I weird is I don't like golf on TV, but I'll watch sports I'll watch movies. Golf on movies. <laughs> real, real golf? No, but no. Put in a movie all day. Exactly. So, any other, what about other any other cons for you or anything like that? Or did you pretty much? Only just that uh, I felt some of the relationships, mainly the romantic ones, felt kind of forced and out of nowhere like the 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 fred and nick thing i don't know why that bothered me it it was just like wait no you guys are just bitter friends (laughs) like you can't oh he's the baby daddy too like oh (laughs) right now all of a sudden he's having a kid and i'm like uh i would like to see more context with you guys than like if, if, they, if they kissed, if they kissed in the beginning of the movie, like when they first like, oh hey babe, well, I'd be like, great, got it. They're together and they bicker a lot, but they love each other. I would have been on right. board. 
Same. But, yeah. Other than yeah. that, this was a fun movie. It was. I, I definitely recommend it. Oh, uh, yeah. I would I would watch it again. I'd watch Same it here. Uh, another thing, too, is speaking of kissing, even when Conroy's kissing and Nick comes up to him, because, oh, uh, no, no, no. Jake comes up to him and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I almost interrupted you almost kissing. He goes, no, we were kissing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. I did really like that. The part where uh, the, the, the gay guy kept going up to Boyd's dad and was like, hey, so should I get our usual place at the hotel? Not now. Not here. <laughs> you know what? I thought he was going to use that to like blackmail him or something like that. I thought that because he wouldn't go through with the deal, the bet that Conroy and him set up. So I was thinking, okay, are they trying to use this like as a blackmail kind of uh, deal or whatever? But yeah, they, but they just did it for like a little small snicker here and there to get some laughs out. So I was totally fine with that. And I liked that the characters didn't really make a big deal out of that. They're like, oh yeah, this character, this guy, yeah, he's gay. And he's having sex with our rival owner. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. And then it even just made now, me laugh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It, it just made me laugh where they were making fun of the the son about it, the the, the douchebag son. And he's like, "No, shut up. He's happy." And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all that matters. He's happy. Well, at least he lo- he loves his father as long as he's happy. And I'm like, I liked that. I do too. I like the fact he was supportive of his, of his father and everything. He's like, you know what? He he may be a lot of things, but at least he's happy, he's and that's happy. all I care about. Just just and don't have sex on the on the green. <laughs> like, look, we have to go ahead and uh, pick your dad up again. He's <laughs> naked again. Last time I told you not to talk about my dad. <laughs> but yeah, he's happy. And then uh, another thing too. One other, last thing before we close out that I thought that was actually pretty funny though too was when all when you had like the Street Fighter uh, thing that the that the prep guys were doing. I'll nuke it. <laughs> and then Jake started doing it too. Then Hadouken. You see how stupid that looks. <laughs> right. It's not it's, stupid. It's not stupid. <laughs> and then he's like, "What? He did it earlier." <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie is definitely a good time. I recommend it. It may not look good in the trailer, and here's the thing, guys. I've seen comedies never look good in the trailers. No comedies never look good in the trailers. Every comedy no. that I've seen a trailer for, I'm like, mm, I'm gonna have to watch it. That's how I felt with Forgetting Sarah Marshall, to be honest with you. Yeah. Whenever I first saw the trailer, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this. Then all of a sudden I go out and see it. I'm laughing my butt off from start to finish. Oh, yeah. And, sure. you know, I'm just going to say this. I've seen good movies, uh, good trailers to bad movies. I've seen bad trailers for bad movies. So it could go either way and, and everything else. So, you know, I would actually try and see this if you guys ever get a chance to. I'd like to know what filming was like for this during the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. It, it, for everyone, it's I assume it's challenging, but I I would like to know that too. All right. Well, if you guys are the director or the producer, we would like to know uh, know and everything later on. And if you'd like to be interviewed or anything like that. So yeah, for sure. With that being said, Alex, where can everybody follow you at? 
Uh, you guys can follow me. I, well, I'm here at Movie Lovers Unite, as you all know. But you can also find me at A Town Reviews on YouTube. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at A Town Alex3. I post random things. We can chat about movies. I look forward to talking with you all. All right. And we just got done shooting our uh, spoiler review for The Batman. You can guys can go on ahead and check that out on our channel. On a matter of fact, he actually, Alex actually has a spoiler free one, so you don't have to worry about that. But if you want to come over and visit ours, though, too, Alex is on on ours doing a spoiler review with none other than Motor City Nerds. And she was just fantastic on the show as well. Uh, going to support Abby on her channel, support Alex on his channel on everything that they do. They do an awesome job on both platforms. I couldn't ask for a better co-host other than Alex to uh, to do this show. So, guys, go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Tonight, underneath the brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you'd like to get an audio-only podcast of our episode, you can get that where you guys get your major podcast from. Of course, go on ahead and... Great individual episodes over at Good Pods. That's basically social media for people that love listening to podcasts. Or if you're a podcaster yourself, great individual episodes. Tell us what you think of those episodes. And also, too, you can also tip us over at uh, Good Pods as well if you want to tip 5 to $10 over there. But also, too, we're also on buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie lovers. And that's how you can donate to us as well. So that's actually going to be a new thing now. We're not going to do the GoFundMe thing because that link is a little too long. So I think the GoFundMe, just doing buy me a coffee forward slash movie lovers would actually be the the beneficial one for you guys. So go ahead, buy us a coffee, buy us a couple of rounds of coffee, guys, jacked up on coffee, and that's what you guys can do. And so another thing, too, is go ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter, Movie Lovers Unit Zero on TikTok. And then, of course, email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com, and that's everywhere you can reach us at. Thank you again, Alex. It's always a pleasure to be able to do these reviews with you. Uh, you. I just want to be very welcome. And I just want to tell the producer, thank you so much for sending this in. It means a lot to me when directors or producers are sending us in stuff and we're not going to them. They're coming to us. It just warms my heart and my soul to know that we're doing something right here and where people feel safe to know that we're going to take care of their baby, which is their film, and give it a proper review that they want. So, always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. 